No Dunks is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals. We're talking prices up to 60% off. Woo! Shabam! As some of you know, my barber, Jason, he bounced to California during the fall. I was devastated. Devastated. You hate to lose a good barber. Jason was good conversation, reasonably priced, right by my apartment, and the dude could cut some hair. But it's all good. We've remained friends. In fact, he texted me over the weekend thanking No Dunks for the $20 Hawks Clippers tickets he scored thanks to the Game Time app. He got into that arena at the lowest price possible. And the best part, he got a free LA Clippers hat out of the deal. Interesting. Very, very nice. Weird for a barber, maybe. Yeah, very true. (laughs) Jason used the GameTime app because it's simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the GameTime app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. Be a Jason. Be a barber. on the beach the only place to read and answer your emails and tweets i'm jd skeets here in atlanta with Tass, trey and lee and joining us live from canada we got jd hello what's up guys how's everybody doing here on this fine wednesday beautiful thanks had a snickerdoodle in between shows oh Mm -hmm. yeah we're taking down some snickerdoodle (laughs) cookies that nora made last night well Impressed? Always Happy? impressed. There, she's maintained a very high standard. They even uh, got these ones a little bigger too. So yes, they are quite a large <laughs> snickerdoodle, aren't they? Yeah, I they good. Love me a good snickerdoodle. Before just, we get just to your a question. non-stop party down there with them. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> crazy. You're, you're missing out, JD. Uh, before we get to the questions, uh, big ups to everyone who emailed and tweeted in their cues and comments this week. Keep them coming. Email us no dunks at theathletic.com. Tweet us at no dunks inc or use the hashtag no dunks and hear me out here guys i'm gonna highly recommend you go and download the cash app we have something very very special coming up in regards to these beach stepping podcasts and you're gonna really want to have a cash tag from the cash app all right so just trust me on this i wouldn't steer you wrong that's all we're gonna say right now you're never messing around when it comes to money never messing around when it comes to cash app recommendations that's I right love it. all right lots of questions Again, you guys were knocking it out of the park. Tass, what's our first one? What it do, babies? I was driving through Midtown a couple of weeks ago and saw Lee, who I assume was with his wife and kids. I couldn't believe it. My heart was racing. Hang on, is the question started or is this just you telling a story? (laughs) One of the guys from my favorite basketball show ever was standing a few feet away from me. He's talking about Lee. (laughs) Waiting to cross the street. I rolled down my window, got ready to yell. Mmm, Lele. I don't know how you would yell. Mmm, Lele. Or Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. But then I thought how I might startle his kids or just ruin the nice peaceful walk he was having with his family. I reluctantly rolled my window back up, knowing that one day our paths will cross again. My question is, who's a celebrity? Celebrity. That you, yeah. that you wouldn't want to meet because it'd be too good to be true. <laughs> Basically, you see this person in a godlike manner. Oh my god! Oh my god! Mine is Kobe. Says Eve. Thanks for sending that in, Eve. 
For, yeah, I, I didn't write that myself. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you sense anything while you were standing there on the corner? Someone was watching you? No. Um, I will say I'm always happy to say hello, take a photo, whatever with fans. But if someone was to drive past me and go, hmm, Lily, I probably wouldn't take a photo with that person. Okay. Whoa, <laughs> oh, interesting. That, that would be a little bit weird. You know, does, out there with does it kids. matter at all to you if you are with your wife or no, kids? No, not at all. I've been stopped Good. a couple of times. Uh, it, it's funny. Um, my seven-year-old has asked me, like, why did that guy want a photo with you, yeah. Dad? Yeah. I said, ah, oh, he, uh, he's just a, a friend of our show sort of thing. It's a little hard to explain, you know. Um, yeah, but, uh, no, I mean, if you see me out on the street, man, Stop, say okay. hello, man say of the hello, people. blast a, man, a selfie. A man yeah. of the people. Well, was, uh, we're going to be down at the Fortress tonight yes. watching some Bucks Hawks. Yes. No, no problem with people coming no, up to you? Of course not, of course not. What I if they it. offer you a Budweiser Ooh. you slap it in their face? Ooh, yes. <laughs> Get the swill out of my face. Yes, exactly. Don't come here with that stuff. Okay. Yuck. Okay. What do you what do you think about the question though? <laughs> uh, well, you, for should, me, should you meet your, uh, d- you know, a lot of people say don't yeah, meet your heroes. I know, I know. It's funny because I would love to meet Obama. You know why? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know your reason for why. I know a lot of people's reasons for wanting to meet Obama, but I think yours is going to be different. You know what? I bet you he watched the show at one point. The starters. Oh, I bet so you, you want to ask him. I bet you he did. At some point, he's a he's huge a, NBA. He's a fan. huge NBA fan. There's Maybe no, accidentally, it's it was on. on. It's on. Uh, nevertheless, nevertheless, I'm sure he watched it at one. At one point, I wonder if he saw the very solid play and he was like, "Yeah, that was a pretty good one." I just wonder. I'd love to ask him. <laughs> okay, okay, I'd love to. It's a good answer. I'm actually uh, I'm nervous about ever meeting Justin Timberlake. It's like met Guy Fieri, great. Fist pounded him a couple times. He's a nice guy. Great to meet that literal guy. Meeting that idol, that's all right. But Justin Timberlake, I'm a little worried because Jessica Biel did all that work out in California for anti-vaccination, and I'm like, if Jessica Biel's an anti-vaxxer, then Justin Timberlake might be an anti-vaxxer, but I don't want to know for sure. Yeah, just leave it where it is. Mm, yeah, just Still leave it where it is. I'll watch you dancing from afar. Pass you an answer? Like, no, I, I honestly don't. I don't. Really I can't wait to get my flu shot, but I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. I, I just, uh, I, even like I'm like, I almost get more excited about uh, people that were on Survivor than I do any real celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's like, I mean, I got no problem meeting them. We've bumped into a couple here. Did you, uh, we were on the No Season Required tour. We, there was two people from Survivor, wasn't there? Boston right? Rob? It was Boston Rob. Was it? Yeah, it was when we were leaving Toronto, I think. Boston oh, Rob and Parvati were walking through the airport. Yeah. Did you say hello to them? Did you no, stop I don't no? remember that, to be honest. Um, I do remember when I was being in an airport and seeing people recording um, The Amazing Race. But I, I'm not even oh, a fan of The Amazing Race. No, I sort of do yeah, vaguely yeah, remember you saying that. I just don't think I maybe had seen them, saw mm. them. or I'm not sure. But, yeah. Good question there, uh, Yves. Also, Lee Ellis sending that in. <laughs> uh, right, next one. Uh, what's up, No Dunkers? Longtime listener, first time question asker. With Skeet's constant talk of Wiggins Island and the sudden emergence of Markel Fultz Island, <laughs> shout out to my buddy Grish, uh, it got me thinking what other NBA islands are you currently inhabiting? Or maybe one you owned property on before it was cool? From your reigning and defending sixth man of the year, Sweet Luke Williams. Nice one. Luke Williams sending that in. That's a good question, okay? You know, everybody knows uh, I've got, like, Subway franchises uh, Mm. opening up left and right here on Wiggins Island. I'm loving it. It's great right now. What about you guys? Is there, um, you know, is there another NBA island you're currently on or were on early? 
I'm not really on one right now, but a few years ago, I was a very lonely inhabitant of Vooch Island. Oh, yeah. I, yeah you turned on Vooch. Yeah, I, I actually had him in the All-Star game like five, four or five years ago and when no one else did. Mm. And now... I'm like... Uh, then he made the All-Star game and you were ripping on him <laughs> I'm for issuing, having like empty stats. I'm issuing a travel advisory against Vooch Island. Don't wow. go there anymore. Spent a lot of time there. <laughs> yeah. Know what it's all about. Exactly, exactly. Right. It, was, uh, it was there. So, But no one currently. No, not real. I was trying to think about it. I don't think so. Okay. No. I'm on Dante Exum Island. I know. It's deep. It's a deep wow. hole. The Utah it's a Jazz. tiny island. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting a ton here. This is season six. Uh, he's the number five pick in 2014. I think that's partly it. 2014 was our first summer league. We interviewed him. Mm. And uh, I think I just got a bit of a, a soft spot for Dante Axum. He made a quiet return on Monday. He played for the first time in eight months. He doesn't play much. He's played in about 50% of his team's games through his first five seasons. Does he have a real big spot, a real big future in the NBA? I, I don't know. Maybe he'll have a few minutes this postseason when he, he's the James Harden stopper again. But um, beyond that, I don't know if he has one discernible great skill, yeah. but I just like watching him play. Um, he's, he's just an athlete, really big, big guard and uh, a soft spot for Mr. Dante Axum. I he, think that's what it is. He didn't play in the World Cup, right, because of a, a knee injury, is it? Yeah, he's is still recovering from the injury from last season, yeah. Otherwise, he's a part of oh, the Boomers, though? No, absolutely, He, he yeah. will be there for yeah. 2020? Okay. Yep. That's a good one. Dante Axum Island. What about you, Trey? It's not an island, but I tend the gardens at Frank Kaminsky Arboretum. <laughs> it's in Lyle, Illinois. He went to the high school that is the like the brother high school to the college I went to. So I'm always going to root for Frank Kaminsky. There are not a lot of people visiting the garden, however. No. He did get a start this year for the Phoenix Suns. Yep. He got to start a game. That's very cool for Frank Kaminsky. But uh, I don't know. To me, it seems like this is a guy who's going to probably play 10 years in the NBA because he's 7 feet tall, and sometimes he can hit a 3. He's trying hard on defense this year, so... Uh, Come visit the gardens. He's averaging, you know, basically 11 and 6 and uh, 2 assists for the Suns. You're right. He got that one start in, in limited time, 24 minutes per game. Um, not shooting great right now. No. 42% from the floor and uh, less than 29% from three. But you're, you're there. Uh, we're Frank Kaminsky. Looking at those gardens. Oh, yeah. More like Frank Kaspinski. The guy's got the best <laughs> spin move of any big man in the NBA. Oh, easy. <laughs> Don't look it up. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Even better than Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Pascal Siakam, Giannis. Weak spin moves. Watch some Frank Kaminsky highlights. <laughs> Frank Kaminsky's got the uh, he's got the sad eyes. Oh, sad eyes, yeah. sad nose, sad mouth. Yeah, doesn't look like a happy guy. No, he but, doesn't. You know, I guess that's what happens when you're tall. Everything just gets bigger. <laughs> hey, lads. When I first started watching basketball back in 2008, I really wasn't a fan of Carmelo Anthony. His slow ball stopping ISO play really put me off. But over the years, I've come to enjoy Melo's game as well as his many memes and aliases like Hoodie Mellow and that ever-so-popular Sweet Melon. <laughs> it's true. Check out his basketball reference page. Plus, I think he got a lot of undeserved blame, so maybe a little sympathy snuck in there, too. My question, have you guys ever done a complete 180 on an NBA player, whether that be from love to hate or hate to love? That's from Brinsley in London. Uh, yeah, my answer is actually Carmelo Anthony. And I, and I had to hit my Evernotes here uh, <laughs> to find the specific show, but... Our first season with the starters at NBA TV, season previews, one of the questions, I believe it was question number 18, <laughs> who's the most overrated player in the league? And I went hard at Carmelo. He had just signed that five-year, $124 million extension uh, to stay uh, with the Knicks. 
But, you know, my whole point was he's overrated because most people just think, oh, a player's great because he scores a lot of points. And that's as simple as it is sometimes. Well, yeah, no, your player's contribution uh, to win sort of consists a lot more than total points was my argument. But so I sort of, you know, I was not a mellow fan because, again, I think it was like, okay, the guy can score, but what else does he really do? And he gives it back on the other end, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I've, I've, I've turned, I've, I've done a 180 on him. I'm, I'm cheering for Mello now. So has everybody. Yeah, That's the thing so. to me is Mello was despised when he was finishing up with the Knicks. People didn't like him when he was on the Thunder, and they were happy when he left with the Rockets. But when he was out for a year, they're like, finally, Mello's coming yeah. back. It's easy to flip on somebody when you feel like they've been wronged in some way. Um, just a fun little fact there, too. You guys remember your overrated players, 2014 season previews? It's a great... It's Rondo, a, I had. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Chris Paul? I definitely went for Trey's, Chris Paul 2015. Chris Paul. Well, I was in, right about in, that one. In uh, in 14, I had Mello. Lee had Rondo. Tass, you had an interesting one. Ah, uh, I know. For Tass? Yeah. It's not Giannis. Oh, it's not Giannis. No, it's no, not Giannis. Year. That was the year before. It's a good player, though. A really good player. Someone uh, I love. Clay? Uh, Clay Thompson. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yep, Clay interesting Thompson. Interesting choice. Yeah, fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Mello's... Mello's my answer, mm. and Trey's right. A lot of people, I think, have uh, done something similar with him. Yes, and it's honestly similar to Dwight Howard, too. It's, as soon as you do exactly what everybody thinks you should be doing, what a surprise. Mm, they yeah. love you again. Mm, mm. Uh, mine is a guy who came to the Raptors only for one season, but I was so excited when Toronto got him, Carlos Delfino. I loved oh, him. I, yeah, I, was big. I liked Delfino, too. <laughs> I, I thought in Detroit, I thought, yeah, this is the guy the Raptors need. They got him, I think, for two second-round picks, got him for nothing. I thought, oh, finally, the Raptors got someone off the bench yeah, who can handle a the wing, ball. Yeah. yeah, he can shoot. He's going to be great. By the time he left, man, I hated him. <laughs> I just hated him. I lost it on him down at the uh, Air Canada Centre. Like, I think it was in the playoffs against uh, <laughs> Orlando. Would you, would you well, throw I a Diet Coke? Like if I remember, we were, the, the Raptors the were down 2-1 and game four was in Toronto and it was like a chance to tie the series up and he was bad and I was just like, get him off the court. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So we're going to see the Raptors-Hawks down here yes. uh, this weekend. You're not going to be wearing a Carlos <laughs> Delfino jersey? No, no, but I probably would have bought one if I had had the means to do it back in the day. Yeah, well, yeah. Good thing you didn't. I know. I you, know. Turned, you turned on him. Yeah. Taz, did you do a 180 on anybody? Um, I'm wearing this uh, zip-up hoodie that's got uh, the holes in the th- for the thumbs. I used to hate these, but I'm starting to like them. No, I don't. I don't. You know how you put your thumb <laughs> yeah. through? And yeah. Then, nah, I don't I like don't, these. I don't like them. Don't Those like are big it. in the running world, too. Right. And I'm not a fan of them, either. Premium feature. Nike's going to charge you more just because you have thumb holes on your sleeves. <laughs> True story. Less, less material. No. I'm sure it's a little <laughs> bit of work. Um, you know, you mentioned the Raptor. I used to be a fan of Bismack Biombo, but I just kind of fell off because <laughs> he's not Bismack Biombo anymore. He's not doing the things that people wanted him to do. He's not dunking, not blocking shots. He peaked in 2016 with the Raptors, and then uh, he signed that monster with the Magic. Not so good anymore. Well, at least the Raptors got the best out of him. That was yep. a, a great playoff run. Yep. He was getting Snapchat filters. Bismack Biombo is your father named after him. Because <laughs> he's got a lot of kids just running around somewhere now. <laughs> Nobody's claiming Bismack is their daddy anymore. That being said, the guy I hated at the beginning was Kemba Walker. I was like, oh, this guy, all he does is dribble and shoot. But then he got super good at dribbling and shooting, and now it has paid off because he's super fun to watch. The yep. highlights are awesome. He's got every single dribble move in his bag, and he can hit from anywhere. So... I was wrong. All right. Mm-hmm. Good Good question. I like that one. All right, next one. Hey, No Dunks crew, the 3-8 and eight Wizards are not a noteworthy team, but they also haven't been the laughing stock of the East as many were expecting, Skeets included. 
There have been some quality performances versus the Rockets, Celtics, Spurs, as well as some duds. Can we get 10 minutes on an upcoming podcast to talk Beal, IT, Rui, and the new look Wizards? So give me some Wizard news. That's from Pat B calling me out there. I mean, okay, look. They can score. They're, they've actually got one of the best offenses in the league. They're a joke on defense. They let everybody score on them. They've lost games in which they've scored 158 points, 133 points, 122 points, and 121 points. They lost those games. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, okay, yeah, maybe they were a little more entertaining than I thought they were going to be. They're still sort of a laughing stock to me. They're the worst team in the Eastern Conference, so... You know that's not that great there, Pat. But they but are think? fun to watch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's uh, even if you yeah you got high scoring games, it's yeah. it's it's pretty fun. I think it's some fun players and personalities. Rui Hachimura, Bradley Beal, always fun. Mo Wagner, former Los Angeles Laker, getting there we go. hit in the face all the time. They got a player by the name of Isaac Bonga. Mm-hmm. What a name! Another former Laker. Bonga, Another mate. former Laker yeah. came in that trade. Yeah, they just throw him on an island to play one on one defense. Just hey, go guard their best player. Just go hey, go do that. Uh, it's kind of kind of fun to watch them. It's more fun than years past, even with John Wall there. I would agree with that. If you're going to be bad, at least be an enjoyable watch. And like you're saying, Skeets, 30th in defense. They're top 10 in pace, so they're playing fast, and everybody's scoring. Not the worst thing to have for yeah. the first half hour of a night. Then you switch over to another game that you care a little bit more about. Isaiah Thomas has actually been looking okay in it's his true. minutes. The, the best part, though, of the Wizards season for me is uh, because of Hachimura, they've got a big market now in Japan. Yep. And apparently the second most famous wizard in Japan right now is Scott Brooks, the coach. I heard that. I saw that. <laughs> they love him. So uh, that's great for him. Great for job security. You know, I guess you're so. trying to crack into yeah. that market. <laughs> job security, yeah. <laughs> job security. Well, I guess because he's playing their son. He's playing Rui Hachimura plenty. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they love him. But uh, interesting with Beal, I mean, yeah, 30 a game he's averaging. I know. Um, it's a quiet 30 a game. Yeah, he had 88 in two games, in back-to-back games, just over the weekend, or last week and, and Friday. Um, but it's definitely going under the radar because it's like, oh, yeah. you know, no one's really considering the Wizards will even get close to the playoffs. So, you know, but this was probably not too far from what we thought of this team that, you know, Beal will probably score a ton, but they don't have much else. So... Yeah. It's, uh, what, what have you thought of uh, Japan's son, really? Have you been Have you been impressed? Uh, you know, disappointed? It's fine. Yeah, he's active. Yeah, sure. So that's not yeah. that's not a, that's not a compliment when you say that's the first. That's the first. <laughs> he's but he he knows what he can do and what he can't do. He's always hustling. He can pass a bit for a six eight two hundred thirty pound dude. Um, he knows his role. Okay, and he plays it pretty well. Yeah. I, I think That's all I got. I mean, a lot of people thought they were reaching when they took him, what, ninth overall? Is that right? Uh, you can't draft? teach a motor. He's got that out he's, the gate. He's got that. Um, and then he looked decent in Summer League, I remember. And a lot of dunks in Summer League. Yeah, people he's were getting a, excited. He's been seems fun. to be a little bit of a like an athletic Glenn Robinson, OG Glenn Robinson, a lot of oh, mid-range game, able to get a shot up at any time. And then he obviously has a little bit better uh, hops than the big mm. Doug. All right, was it 10 minutes? No. Close enough. But it was a good five on the Wizards. Hopefully that uh, appeases you there, Pat. Next question. Why don't we hear many nicknames for NBA players these days? Hmm? Hmm? Oh. I don't. Uh, I, like, I like the five-step rule for nicknames. For example, Trey Young. Okay. Young, children, children, school, school, uniforms, uniforms, clothes, <laughs> 
Close threads. Therefore, his nickname is Threads. So he's well, I've never heard of this five-step <laughs> rule thing. Five degrees of separation <laughs> yeah, for a nickname. Yeah. Let's, let's just have some fun. Okay, he, okay. he continues. For Skeets. Skeets. Sweets. I guess because it rhymes. Just because it rhymes? Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Sweets. Candy. Candy. Chocolate. Chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> marshmallow. Therefore, Skeets' nickname is Marshmallow. Wow. The challenge is making a nickname up using the five-step rule and getting others to try and guess how you got there. I would love to hear you make up some nicknames. That's from Jack and Adelaide. I got a one-step rule. Phil to Skeets. There you go. There's the nickname. <laughs> it's uh, fascinating. Okay, okay. No, it's, uh, I've never heard of this, um, but let's try it. Let's, let's try it with a player. All right, let's just see where we go oh, yeah. in five steps. We'll do it collectively. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, Fred Van Vliet. Just the, I mean, I guess blurt it out if you feel like there's a connection to something. Fred, red. Okay, so, <laughs> so okay, that's what we'll do. We'll go, we'll go around. So, okay, great. Okay, you've got red. That's step one. Tass. Clifford. Okay, Clifford. Uh, Lee? Clifford. Clifford. Just say Clavin. I don't know. What? Clavin. (laughs) What? Clavin. Cliff Clavin of Cheers fame. (laughs) JD, you got Clavin to work with. Good luck, buddy. Uh, uh, Alcoholic. Okay, Mm. alcoholic. Ah, rehab. Alcoholic, rehab. Okay. Fred. After last season's playoffs, he rehabbed his his uh, his, uh, Fred rehab his uh, reputation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so Fred VanVleet's nickname now is Rehab. Not bad. I like it. I mean, it works for this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I mean, Clavin. Clavin was a major curveball. Wow. I thought you would go <laughs> dog for sure. All right, we'll do one. Right you, know, Clay, you know, he, the actual actor, is uh, the voice in Up. I realized that. Oh, they yeah. have He's the, also uh, in. Uh, uh, Incredibles. He's, he's, got, a, oh, he's got a role in every Pixar movie. Yeah. Think, oh, does right? he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, okay. I let's let's do um, <laughs> let's do one more. I'll I'll start. We'll go we'll go backwards this time. So JD, you're gonna be <laughs> next. We're gonna we're gonna do TJ Warren. All right. Oh, okay. So my first thing, I'm going. Uh, my mind goes to politics for, off of Warren. JD, mm-hmm. politics. Hmm. Trump. Lee. Trump. Dump. <laughs> Dump. Taz. Garbage. Garbage. Compost. <laughs> TJ Warren's nickname is now Compost. <laughs> the greens and the browns. Put it up on Basketball Reference. Compost. This is a fascinating little game here. What if every nickname was like this? Like, Ice Trey is a very cool nickname for Trey Young, but what if we're like, nah, sorry, we followed the five-step rule. We all call him Threads now. <laughs> this is better. All right, good stuff, Jack. Uh, next one here from Sam in Perth. Hmm. Man, the Australians come through with these emails and the tweets and the questions. Yeah, they don't have Slack. They just have email. (laughs) Still waiting for Slack in Australia. (laughs) Okay, Sam writes, (laughs) Hey, guys, I know he's gotten off to a rough start this year, but it bugs me Mike Conley has never been an all-star. But since David Silver, (laughs) I think he means... Adam Silver. I do that David all Stern. the time. All I the did time. that for a long time, too. All right, David Silver. I do love that. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Um, since Silver gave Dirk and Wade a free pass into the game last season due to their overall careers, it got me thinking. If we're going to do that sort of thing, wouldn't it be better to give it to worthy guys who never made it rather than dudes who have been there ten times? Cheers. Again, that's from Sam in Perth. You got a big old smile on your face, Lee. What do you Well, we sort of talked about this only a couple of weeks ago, I think. Well, we talked about doing what Silver did and honoring mm. other legends like Vince, we said, 
possibly mellow now yeah. that he's back in the league. But this is completely different. Well, we also yeah. talked about this last year when we talked about Mike Conley potentially getting it. That I think most of us were against giving it to a guy for his first All Star appearance because oh, I people hate this. People really value All Star appearances when looking at resumes, and unfortunately, that's the way it is. And so it would be—it's just weird to give a guy that when that's that's probably like the first criteria we talk about the greatness of a player besides titles, All Star appearances, and you can't just give those away, mm. even though you know, like. I just don't want more Jamal McGlure situations. I love the big cat. Love him. Um, but, you know, you can't just give him away. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, let's say. So a guy who's got 13 and give him his 14th, I think that's fine. But for a first or second, that's weird. Let's say Mello sticks around in Portland. <clears throat> we wouldn't want to see him in the All-Star game, though, this year. Would we? No, if I don't. He, if, he said, if he said, I'm done after this, then, yeah, I have no problem with it. It's a legacy addition. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a thank you is really what it is. And, and the fans, like we were talking about, people still love Mello. It's like, yeah. all right, let's see Vincent Mello in there, in there one more time. That's fine. This is totally different, though, and this is, I hate this idea. This idea, like, we're going to put Mike Conley in the game because the guy's been close a couple times, yeah. and it's like, we're sorry that you didn't make it. Like, what? Then, no. then literally it would be like, we're talking about snubs all over again. Oh, how come they didn't give it to Jamal, Jamal Crawford? He's older. Mm. You know, yeah. like, I mean, that's exactly what it'd be. I, I agree. I don't like the bone throw award. I like the legacy award. Yeah. If you've made it 20 times, 21 is fine. If you've made it zero, it feels way weirder. Yeah, and I said, I tweeted this, I remember, last year at some point, um, that it's actually better for Mike Conley's legacy, throw that in air quotes, to never make an all-star game at this point. It's way better for his legacy. He's going to be remembered as the greatest player to never make an all-star game. It's not going to be Strickland or Sam Perkins or something. It's going to be Mike Conley. That's good. It's going to be a memorable little note on his career. If he makes one, that's gone. I'm serious. <laughs> I bet he'd rather make one, though. Okay, maybe he would, but <laughs> he's going to be at the top of every best player to never make an All-Star game list mm. if he continues to never make an All-Star game. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Good for content, I guess. Yeah. But uh, appreciate the email, Sam. All right, next one here. Hi, Atlanta Cox fans. I love all the music <laughs> drops Excuse and me? nuance you guys add to your pods. Thanks to JD, a bearded one, for making... <laughs> A bearded one <laughs> for making the magic happen. Anyway, I've often drifted away to a tropical locale whilst listening to the music at the end of your podcast. So I finally got around to Googling some of the lyrics. And thanks to the power of the internet, my typo laden search of it's happened already, it's gonna be groovy, turned up a Reddit thread which named the song in question Blossom's Dream by Stereo Venus. Anyway. That was a rabbit hole for me to go down because now I've downloaded that band's 2012 album and I look forward to dipping in. Wow. What is a rabbit hole that you've gone down and what did it lead you to, Ollie? That is correct, right, J.D.? It is Blossom's Dream. Blossom's Dream is the name of the song. Uh, wow. The band is... They're Stereo Venus, but it's featuring Rumor, who's the singer, R-U-M-E-R. <laughs> wow. And uh, I listened to the album and it's... They're all like that song. I mean, oh. it's nice sort of dinner music, you know. Uh, okay. It's on iTunes, so you can look it up. And That's amazing. Bump it on the way home. Why not? Yeah. It's What's mellow. That? Very mellow. Do you have a rabbit hole you occasionally fall down, JD? Uh, well, that's how I found that song was just looking for music on the uh, for the show. But every time, every time I, uh, like, produce a an intro for the show, like... Uh, like we did one for Say What um, right. and all that. I'm always looking for like sound clips and stuff. 
Uh, and tomorrow we're doing, uh, am I allowed to say, the one-month-in oh, yeah. show? One-month-in yeah. show. Check it out tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, so I was looking for sound bites of people saying one-month-in. And <laughs> <laughs> just, well, I w- a lot of memorial stuff, like uh, like you died one month ago sort of thing. Mm, so right. that was kind of sad. But also... On the flip side, also maybe a little sad is just people who are celebrating their one month of being a YouTuber, you know? Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, four four views from three years ago, like, I'm so excited. As I'm, I'm one month of vlogging. And, uh... Anyway, listen for that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, just to clarify, our one month in show won't be us celebrating right. us doing no. a podcast for one month. It's going to be a look back uh, you know, at the NBA season uh, and looking at who's the uh, front runner for awards and the biggest surprises and stuff like that. But okay. So yeah, you probably have a very weird, um, you know, uh, uh, history. Search history? Oh, yeah, yeah search Ooh, history. Oh, yeah. Because of the stuff you're looking up. <laughs> what about you guys? Rabbit holes? What do you fall down? Well, in, in the Instagram search, I always end up just watching endless cricket videos, but that's kind of boring for you guys. Uh, but it's got me figured out. I've mentioned that before. The Instagram search feed knows exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. But um, I can't remember how it started, but one day on YouTube, I was looking up something about uh, crime and criminals and stuff, and it took me to this guy <laughs> called the Iceman. Have you heard about him, this guy? <laughs> yeah, Trey, Rich, finger, say finger roll. Yeah, George <laughs> no, maybe that's how it started. It started with George Gervin. It took me to this guy, Richard Kuklinski. Okay. who was a mafia hitman, killed like 200 people. And there's like a documentary of him being interviewed by a psychologist um, about understanding how he was the way he is. It's actually quite fascinating. You should talk to Nora about it because I'll guarantee she's seen it. Uh, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Uh, it, it's really wild. And then at the end, he, he, I won't give it away because you might want to watch it. So it goes for over an hour. Uh, he asked the psychiatrist, like, you know, how come I am the way I am? And, and the answer is, uh, is pretty revealing. Like, um, but it was, uh, it was, it's weird because I don't it. think this is giving away too much. Like, so he was, uh, you know, in the mafia, so he was used to do hits, but then he just used to just kill people as well for fun. Like it was, uh, it was quite, there was a movie made too, um, couple of years ago uh, i think uh, ray liotta was in it <laughs> okay man yeah 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 anyway anyway you are a human rabbit yeah hole. i know i know i know but uh yeah check it out check it out it's uh it's check pretty it wild <laughs> yeah I, I guarantee once you start you won't be able to stop no, watching it's it one sounds, of those i sound dumb i'm interested yeah. in the story you're, you're telling but uh i've got two that i notoriously always just fall down um an instagram or youtube rabbit hole with one breakdancing videos <laughs> i guys i mean they're like if you, if you check my ig like sort of whatever whatever you call that pages but it knows what you like and it, it knows i've clicked on a million breakdancing videos and i'm sure i follow some accounts like i'll just the stuff these guys can do and women can do is unbelievable man it's unbelievable and it's such a it's like really a sport now like the, like this battling i mean i know this has been around for a while but like there's a lot of money in this, you know, a lot of sponsors, like Red Bull is a huge one. Um, so I fall down on a lot of breakdancing. Do they uh, have an bolt. official uh, cardboard sponsor yet? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> man, come on. They're, these guys are on, they're on stage, man. There's like thousands of people. Um, so I do that. The other one, this is more recent. Over the last couple of months, um, I've somehow, I don't know how it started, but reaction videos, like people mm. listening to rap songs or watching music videos, and there's one guy in particular, his name's No Life Shack. That's what he goes by on YouTube. The guy is so funny. He's so charismatic. It's just a dude with a little camera set up 
talking to you, the viewer, while he watches or listens to, like, you know, the latest Drake diss song yep. or whatever, like, whatever it is. I, I, I will go hours watching this guy. Like, you know, you just click to the next one, <laughs> click to the next one, because he's great. No Life Shack. Shout out to No Life Shack. Mm. I find those fascinating. The old reaction video. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a whole genre. It's reaction a YouTube. crazy genre. And I haven't even, like, dipped into the other people. I sort of just stick with this guy. But uh, you're right. That's a lot of money, I guess, to be made, too, doing just that. Just the top of the iceberg for you. The rabbit hole I'm in on YouTube right now is Doodle YouTube. I love going to these people who just will do a drawing. They're like, you want to learn how to draw a cute unicorn? <laughs> yeah, I do. I definitely do. It's so soothing just watching somebody draw on a white background and then suddenly like a little, the unicorn, the full thing that you're going to make, it pops and like, hello, bing, and then it's gone. So yeah, I've learned how to draw a whole bunch of different things. Uh, I'm subscribing to a bunch of them. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, they also have like the ASMR, so if you do it late uh, at night, you can really get into the zone. Get your drawings going. Another thing, I'm deep in the YouTube hole or uh, the hey, are you going right to be now. taking some of those drawings and sliding across the table to a, a, a an art class teacher and saying shabam, <laughs> shabam. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's a great name for a YouTube doodle channel. That's right. Shabam drawings. <laughs> Let me hone my skills for all of 2020. Another great uh, rabbit hole I'm in. The F1 rabbit hole mm, right now. Yeah. Uh, a great and Gordian recommendation turned into a J.E. Skeets recommendation. Watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. It's the the hard knocks of Formula yeah. One, and it ended right in time that the next season had already started, so I hopped in. I'm literally now downloading a Formula One podcast. I have a <laughs> Formula One hat. I've caught my daughter, Isla, just saying to herself, Valtteri Bottas? <laughs> like, why do you know what a Ferrari looks like? You're a five-year-old kid. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's my second favorite sport right now. You yeah. only have to pay attention once a day. Perfect. I loved uh, that series. I'm even watching races, but I couldn't believe when I got in uh, Trey's car this morning when we're carpooling to work, and he's listening to two guys talk about the Brazilian GT. <laughs> Dramatic uh, race league. Uh, I, was, yeah, I could not believe it. I, I even haven't gotten to that level mm. yet, but yeah, that's good. Tass, you got a particular rabbit hole? Catches uh, you? Nah, I mean, I love love watching those right wing conspiracy theories. Keep I can't stop once I start. But uh, I, every time, uh, on a lighter note, every time Jeremy Lin is uh, involved in a transaction, he's you know going to play in China. He's going signed with the rap. I go back to Jeremy Lin highlights uh, and I just watch them all again. Lin sanity. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm getting into. But <laughs> I know I know how it ends. But. It's awesome. Does it Every ultimately lead you to uh, Matt Austin drinking the Lynn shake? I, I, on our show? It's, it comes up. Yep. comes up in the sidebar. Yep. <laughs> and uh, do you know how long that video was? I recently just watched it. I, uh, six, seven minutes? Yeah. I think yeah some, some, somewhere there. It holds up. It was good. It's very, yeah, it very funny good. still. And I still can't believe when Matt chugs it and it actually <laughs> yeah, puts it I down. It's, it's a lot of liquid, first off. And there's literally pieces of paper in it and cheese. And it's a Guinness. And uh, it's weird. Yeah. Ling- linguini. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. All right. Next one here. Hey, No Dunks crew. My question for you is who is someone you think might be traded this season that you wouldn't expect to get traded? My guess would be either Chris Middleton of the Bucks or C.J. McCollum of the Blazers, possibly even for each other. Hmm. And there was a whole lot more to that email, but I cut it off. He, he <laughs> believes that those two could get dealt for each wow. other. Thanks, Duncan, for the email. Yeah, I don't, I don't Is really... Is Middleton s- even able to be traded? Because he signed that big extension. Uh, Great point. Great not point. sure if he would be able to, but maybe. C.J. McCollum, yeah. <clears throat> will the Blazers... You know, 
um, blow it up. Well, blow up I'll their answer, backcourt, backcourt answer, like the Raptors did. Yeah. I'll answer that question with, I think they're going to get desperate and make a trade for somebody else. Okay. And this is f- way out there, but Blake Griffin mm. on the Blazers. Uh, I think there's a possibility. I think the Pistons say, hey, we need a guard. We can't keep going forward with Blake and Andre Drummond. They're going to pay Andre Drummond. There's two years left of Blake Griffin. So, hey, uh, Blazers, if you're willing to give us your backcourt of the future, right. Anthony Simons and Nasir Little and you know, throw in somebody else just to make the numbers work, plus a pick, I think that could happen. The Blazers are definitely – I don't think they're going to blow it up. I think they're going to try and uh, prolong this Dame sure. era, mm, as sure. they should. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's why I'm looking at the Blazers, too. I, I think LaMarcus Aldridge could be a candidate. The Spurs don't make trades, but I could see that guy. He wants to go back to Portland. He said it to the Athletic last year. Damian Lillard said he's already talked to about it. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. He's got another year on his deal next season, 24 mil. But the Blazers have some pieces that they can trade. Whiteside, nobody wants him, but he's a big contract, he's so that's tradable. Yeah. Bazemore would be a guy who seems like he would maybe fit on a Spurs team. And then they can throw in some pieces here who maybe you take a flyer on, a Labissier, Nas Little, something like that. The Spurs don't make a lot of trades during the season, but they're struggling right now. The Blazers are struggling. Maybe they're like, eh, we got to try and shake something up. Yeah, well, I would only say uh, DeRozan is a guy I was thinking of as well. The Spurs might look to move. But also, I wonder if, uh, talking about the Blazers, with Stephen Adams as well down in uh, in OKC, I, I, contractually, uh, again, they get them. I don't think the Thunder would mind taking on Hassan Whiteside just for the remainder of this season. And then the Blazers get a, a much better big man in the middle there for him. So I think he's got uh, a year left at least on, or two years maybe, on his contract. Two years, yeah. Every Thunder's probably uh, on the board, <laughs> the, right? That's Gallinari the other, and yeah. Adams and CP3. I, I think that uh, I think if you're Sam Presti, as, especially as the Thunder is struggling right now, it's like, sure, we can, uh, we can maybe make a move here and, and get something else in return or at least uh, free up a bit of cap space because I think Stephen Adams is a good player. He'd be in demand. I think a lot of teams would like him, but uh, he's not going, not doing much there for the Thunder. Uh, they're not going much further with him right now. So, Someone I likely expect to be traded, so it's sort of the opposite of the question, but I still think Kevin Love is going to be moved. Um, I, I think it's just a matter of time for Love to be traded uh, out of Cleveland, and that's going to be a big get for someone because the guy can still play. Um, an out-of-nowhere trade candidate this is not a sexy name by any means but uh, put me down for Knicks guard Wayne Ellington I think a, a team will want to try and acquire some sort of shooter um you make know, it as, Wayne as we get uh the man with the golden arm <laughs> that's a that's a five-step uh, to get to that one um but Knicks guard Wayne Ellington yeah he signed a two-year 16 million dollar contract in July but he's got a it's a team option on the second year so I I just uh, if the if the Knicks could get anything for him, um, it wouldn't be a lot, but uh, I would assume they would do that. So maybe someone wants a, another shooter there for the playoff push slash for the playoffs. Uh, all right, next one here from Daniel in Toronto. Hey, no dumpers. I recall a few years ago Trey being quite adamant on not wearing deodorant and letting the natural oils work their magic. I just wanted to follow up and see how long that lasted or if it's still going on. And if it is still going on, has it negatively impacted the group? <laughs> or is it actually a viable option for hygiene? Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Daniel in Toronto. Thank you very much for following up, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> I would say we need to run another experiment because I had to do kind of two experiments this summer. Right. Once the summer hit, no deodorant, flying free, went home, stress-free living, pit smelling great, sweating hardly at all. Laura didn't mind my scent. She's like, you smell good. I was like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't need to wear deodorant anymore. But then we returned home from our, our vacation. 
Didn't know where we were going to be working. Didn't know where we were going to be living. It was a stressful time. The pits were pouring. (laughs) And you get those stress hormones kicking through your lymphatic system, and your pits stink terribly. So then I had to change up. I had to start putting a little smear of deodorant on there. (laughs) Boop, boop. But now I'm back to feeling all right. You know, we got a job. We're killing it. We're having fun with our friends, uh, so now I'm thinking maybe I could uh, go deodorant-free. It's got a, now that we've got the security, now that we know where our life is, I feel like I can live stress-free, and maybe that means I can live stink-free. <laughs> you guys it, tell me, though. Has it impacted you at all, Lee? No, not at all. I, I encourage it. You can smell uh, it over your tofu yeah, bad time. Well, and right. I also sit on the complete opposite side of the table, so I'm not uh, close in close proximity to Trey's uh, pits. Yeah. But, hey... You know what? Sometimes you've you've worked with the stinky people in the past. You can walk past them and like, oh god, not that guy. Trey, not like that at all. You know, I feel confident anytime we walk Thanks, past man. each other. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm not going to stink. Hey, <laughs> Trey, and I had hey, a... hey Trey, stand on the track. You don't need a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> Trey and I had a wrestle down here too on the ground, and it was fine. I didn't feel, I didn't notice anything. Yeah, our first pick and payoff was a yeah. headlock battle. Yeah. Yeah, I've never smelled. I don't think you. I don't. I've hadn't had an issue, Trey, nope. walking Thanks, by guys. a man not Thanks, once, not once in a billion years. So we're good, man. <laughs> Next one here. Oh, speaking of smells, Doctor Gorilla Farts writes, "Hello, beach bums. I have a non-NBA question for you. I want. I went to a wedding this weekend, and the DJ sucked. <laughs> Even though Elvino did flow, and everyone had a few pops, the dance floor just wouldn't stay full. My question is, if you were to DJ a wedding." What song would you open with? What song would you close with? And what is your wild card song that you would play that would keep those butts a shaking? So great having you all around every day in my bean feed. Again, that's from the doctor himself, Gorilla Farts. JD, with you know, you've uh, you've played shows before. Mm-hmm. Your name is basically DJ. Just flip it around, mm-hmm. uh, DJ JD. Why don't you answer this one? The three questions there that Doctor Gorilla had. The three questions being. Beginning, middle, and end, basically. Basically. Of, uh, of a wedding reception. Yeah. I mean, that's so daunting. I would, I would never want to DJ a wedding, to be honest, because okay. it's just worlds colliding, you know? It's just multi-generation. You can't yeah. please everybody. Right. Right. But I'm going to try. <laughs> We're going to start. You can't overthink it. This is some tips for DJing a wedding. You can't overthink it starting out. You got to start with a hit. I DJed in Greece uh, in 1991. It was kind of the same the kind of the same uh, setup where there was a big floor show and the floor show ended with everybody being around in a big circle and uh, and everybody Opa! Exactly. They're big Greek dancing blah 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 and then everybody gets a shot of Uzo one at a time. And they get a plate smashed over their head. I don't know. That's uh, it's not a great head. thing. I, I know the over their head. Yeah. Uh, so this was on the dance floor. So they had to clear all that up, and then and then there was just an awkward moment. And then we had to get everybody on the dance floor. That was my job right. as a DJ. And my boss insisted that it be uh, going to make you sweat. CNC Music Factory because he literally <laughs> says everybody dance now. Yeah. And it works. It really, really, really works. Except that I think that that song has sort of uh, passed its prime, obviously. Uh, and this, what I would go with, also maybe passed its prime, but here's what I like about it. 
It's it's I got a feeling by the black black eyed peas. So what you oh, got? Yeah. You got Good night, song. So it, everybody speeches are done. You're you're wiping the tears away. Everybody's a little, you know, feeling good, feeling happy, feeling emotional. Those big chunky synth comes in. Bump, 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 bump. I got a feeling, you know, it's great. And it's 90 seconds. It's 90 full seconds before the beat actually kicks in. So people can make their way onto the dance floor. Women are kicking off their heels, getting those flip flops on. Yep. <laughs> Arms in the air, they're singing along, and it repeats the chorus like twice before the verse actually comes in, and and everybody's dancing. Guaranteed packed dance floor. All right, that's a great so that's, answer. That's how you. That's, that's the, how you start. That's the opener. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check your your hipster badge at the door when you're DJing <laughs> a wedding. You know. Yeah, like, that's true. That's you, true. You can't you can't get cute with it. Then you're playing hits. You know, I want to hear some uptown funk. I want to hear you know. You can go a little old school with it. Crazy love, into club, yep. no diggity. <laughs> yeah. Then you start throwing some curveballs. Don't play brown eyed girl. Okay. Play domino. Oh, oh. I like Don't it. play shook me all night long. Play back in black. Then people are going, huh, you know, I haven't even noticed the DJ until this point, but this guy's pretty good. This guy's really good. So your ultimate goal as a DJ, for me, this is me. This is my, the tip of the mountain. This is what you're driving towards. And that is a drunken arm-in-arm sing-along of ABBA's 1979 super hit, chick <laughs> Almost impossible to get to, I know. But I've done it once. Wow. I've but it's hard to do. It's very hard to do. But this is how you get there. This is the middle song right here. It's September. Yeah. By Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Okay. Great so one. it's a it's a little bit of a curveball, but it's your gateway to Yacht Rock. And if you can get to Yacht Rock, anything goes. Okay. Okay. I see. Then that opens the door to Baker Street. Yep. Rosanna. Instead of Africa, Ooh. it's a better song. Let's all be honest. Okay. And all you know, all those hits, and then you can you're basically having fun, right? Yep. Then you want to get into sing along mode, so that's when you hit "Living on a Prayer." Okay. Okay. Everybody knows the words to that song. It's a it's a banger. Then you want to switch gears a little. You know, there's songs in between here. I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. Kind of a slow start, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But everybody loves that song. Dance dance floor full. People are starting to get the idea like, oh, we're having a sing-along now. Then you hit them with Tiny Dancer. Or oh. if you're really feeling bold, leave on. Shout out to Matt Austin. <laughs> wow. And then you just go for it. Hit Chikatita. It's five <laughs> minutes long. But, I, but people know that song. Even if they don't think they know it, they know it. <laughs> And that's that's basically the top of the mountain. And then from there, you can do literally whatever you want. But I would I would end I would end the night with Robbie Williams' "Angels" because again, everybody loves to sing along to that song. Sounds like Lee wants you to have DJ'd yeah. his wedding. This guy's just <laughs> nodding knowingly every time. Yes, I like yes. this guy. Yeah. And another little little small tip. Uh, uh, shout out to your boy Brian. 
you don't have to play the whole song. You can just play the best part of every song. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's uh, that's actually huge. That's why I'm always worried when you hear uh, you're going to a wedding, maybe it's one of your friends or something, and they're like, yeah, it's okay. We don't have a DJ, but we made a great playlist, Mm-mm. and we're just going to put Mm-mm. it on, and they're like... No, 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 man. We don't. No one wants to hear like the the mm. chorus, like you know, the fourth time. You got to play a minute or two and then move on to the exactly. next song. I don't know the sixty plus crowd. They like the to hear the same songs. Yeah, the songs that they know. They don't. Like, what, what if I don't get the key change? They think they do. Well, if the but if the key change is an important part of the song, you include that. Yeah. Or right, if it's got right. a banging bridge, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you want to hear that bridge, but you don't need to hear the damn thing fade out for Christ's sake. No. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't know. The sixty plus, they like it the way they like it. <laughs> One wow. minute of a song. What the heck? I like this song. JD, incredible thought went into that answer. Uh, I hope the doctor. Uh, Really appreciated the time you took to, to do that. That's a, that's amazing. A lot of great advice in there. Some great songs as well. All right, a few more questions here. Hi, boys. I've just listened to the Beach Steppin' podcast where Lee does his Russian accent. Yeah, <laughs> last week, Lee did a Russian accent. As a Scotsman, it got me wondering. <laughs> Lee's, got, Lee's, Lee's peeled his head back, looking to the skies, looking to the heavens. i got to do oh. this again. As a Scotsman, it got me wondering, how good is he at a Scottish and other accents. Oh, wow. 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 wow, Tam, we're going to go around the world, huh? Yeah. Uh, Tam wants you to do a Scottish accent. Can, can you? It's tough. It's Did you tough. ever hear back from... Uh, Vlad, yeah. yeah. He loved it. Oh, okay, he good. He loved it. Okay, good. And I, I, really appreciate, I, I really appreciate how Vlad understood I was just having fun, yeah. you know? Not nope, being, no politics. No, no politics, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> my only concern is if my uh, Scottish accent sounds exactly the same as oh, my yeah. Russian accent. I'll try, I'll try. <laughs> As a Scotsman, got me wondering how good is he at Scottish and other accents? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I, I mean, honestly, not bad. Yeah, not not brutal. You put yeah. some work in it. Well, we, uh, you know, when I was growing up, our next door neighbour was an old Scottish fella, and so all the kids in the neighbourhood could. Do a really <laughs> mocking <laughs> Scottish accent. <laughs> he loved it though. He was a great guy. He loved it. <laughs> yeah. all, all these people I'm doing accents for, they love it. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful place though, Scotland. If you ever get a chance to go. Uh, I'd love to go. Oh, Edinburgh is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope Tam is from Edinburgh. Because if he's from Glasgow and I just said Edinburgh's beautiful, he's probably going to be up, he's going to be more upset about me than doing a bad Scottish accent, right. I tell you. But uh, yeah, gorgeous, uh, gorgeous place. Our next uh, question here is from at Capicoro um, from Spain. Hi, guys. I recently listened to JD's story about the Krispy Kreme girl, and I know Lee can <laughs> smash bananas, but what's the food you can binge before you realize, oh, I think I ate too many? Is there a particular food? All of them. <laughs> like, what can you not eat a lot of? Uh, but for me, the one I always regret eating too much of is baby carrots. <laughs> like I'll, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll just eat a few baby carrots. And then you're like, huh, I can just eat a whole bag of baby carrots. They're carrots. They're good for you. But it's like <laughs> no politics, only pure fiber. When it comes to baby carrots, <laughs> your stomach is like feels like it's 4,000 times bigger than it should be. <laughs> it is not a comfortable feeling eating a whole bag of I carrots. Mean, you've uh, heard the story where Matteo was in Copenhagen with a, like, a random roommate, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, a very, very small place, tiny, tiny bathroom, and his roommate um, got sick and it was all baby carrots like in the sink and it like had dried and it's like the worst yeah that's <laughs> a great video <laughs> anyway it just made me just evidence that. though that guy probably tried to eat a whole bag of baby I think carrots so. it does not sit well no yeah speaking of healthy ones I, I, you know those dried pea snacks that are like 
good, yeah. You know, yeah. Cheddar flavor, yeah. whatever. They go down so easy, and that's just like a bag of them. Done. Oh. Or chocolate almonds for me as well. Oh, oh. chocolate almonds. There's almonds in there. They're healthy. <laughs> uh, for me, it's, um, it's McNuggets. It's definitely McNuggets. I can take down a shocking amount of them for especially by size. Yeah, like it's honestly I, weird that 20 is a, is a serving of McNuggets. <laughs> just, just eat 20 McNuggets. It's fine. We'll just give it to you. And like Trey, that, Trey took down, what, 67 or something? Something like that. Yeah, took in down 30 a, minutes. Yeah, I know. And then we did the Super Bowl party the, not too long ago where Jared brought over like 100 of them. And like, <laughs> yeah, we, and there was a bunch left over, and then I saw you the next morning, you're like, I, there's none left yeah, over. Yeah, oh, I man. just can keep eating them and eating yeah. them. It's not, And then you do feel like garbage. Mm. Um, but your your bananas, man. Yeah, you take down eight a day. Or whatever Smash it is. bananas. <laughs> Smash them. Smash them. Smash them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last email here. Sup, fam. It's time we address the elephant in the room. Did Skeets make a Faustian bargain for the Raps to win the Larry O'Brien Trophy? What? And by that I mean, has anyone else noticed that Skeets is cursed? Evidence. Skeets himself marooned in Canada due to customs issues. John Collins, noted friend of Skeets, suspended. <laughs> Miles Turner, one of Skeets' favorite interviews, injured. De'Aaron Fox, one of Skeets' favorite sons, injured. What I'm saying is, what deal did you make, J.E.? The people must know. Andrew, thanks for sending in that Faustian email. I don't know about this. One, I'm back. In America, baby. That's true. Two, I'm going down to the Hawks tonight. I'll see my good friend, John Collins. No problem there. Miles Turner, already back from injury. Fox, he's injured, but those baby kings are balling right now. All good. And I don't know. I don't know about this. I didn't make any deals, what I'm saying. Raps finally won, because I believed. We kept believing. I put my work in during that playoff run, too. You guys know that. I was standing every game. Mm-hmm. It was exhausting. It was damn exhausting. I should get a ring. I'm with JV, man. I should get a ring. Um, no, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think there's anything there. But what a magical run it was! Well, you yeah. cursed me, to be honest. Uh, huh. I saw how hard you supported the Raptors oh. last year. I was like, fine. I'm supporting the Bulls very hard this year. They suck. Yeah. So now I'm trying to root for the Bulls to make it back to the playoffs because the Raptors won a championship <laughs> last year. It's not working, man. Yeah. Sorry to put you in that. Yeah. Uh, that position. I was with you. I was with you. I was high on the bulls. Mm. I'm a little nervous. I'm going to the fortress with you tonight. Oh, we'll be you fine. Know. Yeah? We'll okay. be fine. All right. I believe these tickets come with all the booze and food Is you want. Is that right? Is but that right? Elvino will flow tonight. <laughs> <please>. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much uh, for sending in your emails and your tweets. Keep them coming. Email us, nodunks at theathletic.com or tweet at us at No Dunks Inc. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, folks. And remember, I don't usually do a quote on these beach stepping shows, but uh, for now, smish them, bro. <laughs> Brace the day, people. <laughs>